will sleep better than you have ever slept. You've never been this relaxed. Are you ready to change your life? I'm Rusty Diamond, certified hypnotist. You don't need to leave your house. You can stay in your bed. You can stay in your favorite chair. You just need a computer or your phone. You can get a hold of me. Stay at home. I'll make your life better. Hypnosisisgreat.com It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Miss Rusty, what is up, everyone? It is Monday morning, the best fucking day of the week. If you don't think it's the best day of the week, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think because I'm right. I'm right. Any day of the week can be your best day of the week. Monday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Make today a fucking good day. Got a case of the fucking Mondays. What the kids say. I think that's twice I've said that already today. So, fuck it. Fuck it all. So, that's what today is going to be like. So, I'm going to bring out my special guest. So, I don't keep saying that's what the kids say nowadays. That's three times now. And my special guest is right here, right now. And my special guest is Chancey Greif. What is up? Back again. What's up, dude? I got to like, tell you, dude, that, that fucking intro is a banger. Yeah. <laughs> dude, for you, real. The, the fucking, uh, I don't know, man. I keep forgetting about it. And then I'm like, well, you know what? That's got to go in the show now. Like it's. Uh, oh, dude, for sure. Oh, dude. Thank you, man. I, I appreciate it. I figure it kind of sets the tone. And we'll scare off people if they're not supposed to be here. And then they wouldn't, won't go through like an hour and a half and be like, what in the fuck did I just get into? Nah. They got to know what they're getting into before they even get started. Otherwise, they shouldn't buy the ticket and take the ride, man. Hunter I S. Do. Straight up. Fucking right, dude. Dude, uh, how did you get introduced to Hunter S. Thompson? How did that come about? Oh, my God. Um... I actually, uh, it was a combination of like, obviously, you know, you got Fear and Loathing, Johnny Depp, Where the Buffalo Roam, Bill Murray, stuff like that. Like, I came across those movies like right at the same time growing up. And a relative of mine had like old school Rolling Stone articles, like Rolling Stone magazines oh, that had, that had like some of the original, yeah, that some had the original like Fear and Loathing, um, like fear and loathing from the campaign trail and shit like that. I was like, Oh my God, what is this? And, <laughs> and then basically it just went downhill from there. And Holy shit. being like a, you know, someone who like, you know, I'm not, I'm no, I'm no fate, like, you know, expert at mimicry or anything like that. But, 
you know, Jesus Christ, it's uh, not too hard to get around. You just got to uh, act like you're looking for something and fucking really uh, trying to engage in a uh, not so important conversation. <laughs> Your shirt even almost looks like a, a Ralph Steadman. Uh, oh, yeah. Dog fashion disco, dude. That's what? that's my jam, dude. What is that? Oh, dude, they're like the greatest, most underrated. Oh, dude, they're the greatest, most underrated band ever. I highly recommend all of their iterations. Uh, You got like Dog Fashion Disco, Polka Dot Cadaver. So, like, they came out of, I want to say, like Baltimore, somewhere on the East Coast. Okay. And they were, they're still active, but they were like super active in the early 2000s. That's when Dog Fashion was like huge. And then. They had broken up, and a bunch of guys from the band were like, well, fuck it. We still want to keep the party going. So they, like, put together another band called Polka Dot Cadaver. And they do, like, they'll even do, like, uh, virtual concerts where they'll have both bands, like, playing at the same time. Like, they'll have, like, one open for the other and another one open and stuff like that. It's, it's like... Okay. It's like a heavy. It's like it's like Pink Floyd injected with heavy metal in the modern era. Cool. Because like right. they they they've got like super trippy tracks. They've got dude. There's there's a song they have about fucking um, John Wayne Gacy. It's called Pogo the Clown, and it's a jazz song. Like starts off okay. with the with the with the horns and the whole bit, and it's a really happy like. Pogo the happy clown molester paints his face disguised a jester, and you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, uh, okay, this is where that's going. Okay, this okay, and so yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah I mean, uh, if you're gonna make a song about fucking uh, Gacy, like, why wouldn't it be fucking jazz? You know, and they and they bring it full circle too, because like it busts out into a hardcore like, you know, metal not like a full breakdown where it goes all chuggy or whatever, but yeah. like it's a metal breakdown, and then all of a sudden, like at the, at the, in the chorus, it's I spoke to the devil the other day, and John is doing fine. So it's basically so you know, like you know what, we're not really glorifying this guy too much. He's rotten in hell, but like you know, yeah. it's like po go, you're gonna burn in hell. Fucking so good. And then um, they have a in Polka Dot Cadaver. It's kind of like how they're interchangeable, but not. They have a song called Chloroform Girl, and it's uh, it's basically like an uh, an acoustic song. It's like an acoustic folk song, something you'd expect to hear from like the '60s. Completely yeah. about having a girl fucking kidnapped in your basement. Literally the entire like <laughs> the the chorus is like you know Chloroform Girl. How have you been? Don't let me catch you sleeping again. You're only alive because I like you. It's been three years since you've seen the sunlight, but I know that you're having fun, bound, gagged, and chained up in my basement. And you're like, you listen to it, and they get these words out, and you're like, did they just fucking say that? Is that really happening? Is that what the fucking goodness said that? No fucking way, dude. This is the one I, the one I have on now is like the Alice in Wonderland style shirt. Fucking yeah. Fucking, it's got the okay. it's got the Mad Hatter and shit, or the, the wild the Mad Hair. It's like the combination of the Mad Hatter and the fucking uh, the, the 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 rabbit that's laid all the time. They dude, they got it's it's insane. Like 
it's so good but so twisted at the same time you really can't you can't put your feet flat on the ground because the next thing you know you're gonna get knocked the fuck over like they did a concept album and it it i can't i could i could literally talk about this band for far too long do you need to derail me <laughs> so well, i'm gonna not gonna derail you because we're on to something so what was a concert like Dude, so they broke up by the time before I was ever actually able to see them in concert. Oh, shit. And I, I waited like over a decade to be able to see these guys again. And they come back, they were coming, they got back together and they were coming back around. And it was like 12 days before my birthday when they show up to the like, closest city near me, right? Where where was that? Where was the closest? De- Des Moines. Oh, they're playing Des Moines. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Shit. And, uh, you know, we, we, all these plans get made and everybody's supposed to go, but the day of, like, everybody falls out, you know? It's just me. So one of my friends, the one that was supposed, one of them that was supposed to go but ended up having to work, the guy that got me into the band, Gary, what's up? And uh, he calls me, he's like, dude, there's a mix-up, dude. They're getting ready to go on in like an hour, which is exactly the amount of time it would take for me to drive from where I lived to Des Moines at the time. So I'm like, oh my god! So I like, you know, scramble and get ready, and I go, and I'm sitting out front of this venue, and it's fucking like two o'clock on a fucking Thursday or some shit like that. I look like a homeless guy, right? Yeah. And unbeknownst to me, though. This guy keeps talking to me, and it's the keyboardist for the band, and I, he's a new guy. I didn't recognize him. I had already had a horrific experience meeting the lead singer when they were touring with Polka Dot Cadaver, which translates into a whole other story. But, like, I had lost a tooth before meeting him. That's not the tooth story, though, by the way. That's not the story. It's a whole uh, other story. I, I have a whole saga. A whole saga. Yeah. No shit. And it's like the night before I fucking sneezed and blew a whole, like it blew a whole filling out. Just fucking gone, dude. I look like Jojo the Idiot Circus Boy, combo, you know, mixed with you got a pretty mouth. I'm standing there fucking oh, trying to meet this guy. I'm fucking fanboying out. He's like, like I, he had to have been terrified. <laughs> this is the kind of fucking fans uh that that they have here okay this is what i'm getting into okay i, I got the best I, the best that iowa has to offer mm-hmm. but uh yeah so like the whole day i'm talking to the keyboardist and i don't even know it get into this get into the venue i dropped like 150 bucks in merch and the guy's like jesus christ i was like i told you dude, i've been waiting to see these guys like i'm gonna lose my mind if they play this song this song this song and the guy behind the table is like, hey, can you get back here and help out real quick? And I'm like, like, dude, I just spent 150 bucks. Like, I don't know if you like you really going to trust me to be like, like and the guy I'm talking to goes behind the table. I'm like, dude, you can't do that. And he's like, no, it's OK. I'm like, what do you mean it's OK? He's like, oh, I play the keyboards. I'm like, what? What? Fucking, I, I've been talking to the keyboardist to Dog Crash and Disco for the past four hours. And they it was played almost. Better you didn't know who he was. Oh, dude, before. it was so awesome. Like, because you would have had a different experience. You would have fucking, like you said, been fanboying out and probably talking like, 
you know, like, uh, uh I don't, oh, I don't stammering. know. Stammering. Yeah. I yeah, you know, I you're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the way to do it. Like, you just gotta be like, was, I don't know who you are. You're just some fucking guy, man. It, it's like, it, it was the, it was one of the greatest experiences ever. Cause like it was so close to my birthday, and they're like, "Oh, dude, it's his birthday!" So like, I got to meet the band, and fucking like, ironically enough, they were doing like the whole opening part to one of the albums that I actually, when it first came out, I didn't like it, cause it just I it I didn't like the sound, but then when they played it live, I was sold. Like, I had already learned to love the songs as they were, but then seeing them live took it to a whole other fucking level for me. And, I was, and it was all the songs that I was like, oh, dude, it'd be so awesome if they played this fucking song and this fucking song. You, Solid. You took note of it and went and uh, told the band, like, hey, this guy's going to totally fucking mark out and be like, <laughs> you're, you're like, fuck it, you play this for this guy, he's going to... It's gonna blow his fucking mind, dude. I, I know I'm the new guy, the new keyboardist, but uh, let's try this out. No, you know it. the way that they did it. I would say that I think that they were just doing it because it was like the first, like seven songs or more from their second album. So I'm not like, cause like there's a whole bunch of stuff that I was hopscotching on, like. There's a song off of that concept album that I was talking about. Uh, it's called uh, Adultery. It's basically it, it was supposed to go hand in hand with a, like a a movie esque style thing that never really came to fruition. But it's uh, it basically follows like a private eye, like trying to solve mystery, this, that, and the other. But there's a song on there called Desert Grave, and it's an acoustic song. It's literally like Johnny Cash and Elvis Presley had a love child, and they wrote this song about burying somebody in the desert. It's so fucking awesome. <laughs> like that's the one song that they didn't. I didn't get to see them do live. I watched it on a virtual concert. Fucking sick. So was, fucking awesome. What was the virtual concert like? Was it? Uh, I mean, because there there's many ways I've seen this. To, well, I can think of two. So I've seen. <laughs> Either like like this, like on a Zoom kind of thing, and you just everyone sort of tunes in, and it's like that. But then they're also uh, the fucking where you got the fucking. Uh, oh yeah, like the metaverse thing, or yeah, you go into the fucking metaverse thing and watch a concert in there. And um, I, I think I it was more so the that. Zoom style. No, it wasn't. I wouldn't do that. I I don't. Yeah. I, I, I you know they would probably do dog fashion would probably be the only band that could talk me into that <laughs> otherwise i ain't buying all that crazy nonsense but no it was right. basically just kind of like basically just kind of like this the audio was immaculate though i gotta i gotta okay. say that like it was it was not like your stereotypical you know concert video where it's like right. fucking everything had its own lot had its own line and uh it was Dude, it was really good stuff. And they also, like, they also even do a good job, like, shooting live footage on, like, Instagram videos and other types of stuff. Like, I don't know. I don't know how they do. I don't know if they do something during sound check where they get somebody to stand around, like, hey, where's the best best spot for you to stand to shoot a live video? Because they're never too close to the to the amps or the bass drums and, the, and everything like that. So, like, they don't always they don't it doesn't drown everything out like normally you'd have and 
It's it's kind of neat. I mean, how many fucking Instagram stories and shit have you seen of people at concerts with do, doing this whole fucking thing and that's just <laughs> <laughs> having the greatest time. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, what's the fucking thing? Uh, YOLO. YOLO. Yeah, right. YOLO, dude. Um, like, yo, yeah, you man. need to turn the treble up. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> like, I, yeah. I I actually took video at a uh, I went to see King Diamond and Slayer once at a concert, Where and I was like, um, uh, over in Council Bluffs. It's uh like at the easternmost part of the state, like right. No, um, I'm sorry, Western. I'm I'm oh, fucking. Okay. I'm I'm just waking up. You gotta. I I got my I got I got my merds mixed up, dude. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's, yeah, it's on the west side of the state. Um, okay. there's a casino that has like a nice venue to it, oh, and it's like a, it's like it, it eerily reminded me of like that 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 forum there at Kent State. I was like kept looking around for the National Guard every time I was sitting yeah. out there because it's like it's literally like this, you know, you never know. Uh, it's like this casino on all sides, and then there's just like this weird grassy area, like the grassy knoll, and then yeah. like the stage area. And I'm like up on the hill and stuff. And I try, and I took a video, and I was like, you know, surely I'm far enough away. It's not going to be, dude. It was so bad. It was such shit audio. It's like the only thing you could hear was King Diamond hitting them shrill high notes. Like it's just like massive blurb of bass and garble and all of a sudden it's like (laughs) (laughs) and I mean that's probably like is that how your tooth flew out your other other tooth how'd your other tooth fly oh my god okay so um if you're like for the longest thumbnail here oh yeah dude that's great so the story behind (laughs) the story behind that I, uh, you know, I had this weird thing where I would, I used to get sick a lot and it just wore the teeth out, right? Fucking got yeah. my shit done up. And I was like, you know, I always, I would always have these problems. Like if I'd go to eat something specific, like, you know, uh, like a, like a pretzel bun on a burger or some type of nonsense. And then my friends were all like, Oh, let's go make some, let's go make some, uh, fucking, what are they called? They're not sliders, but the, uh, uh slam burgers or whatever. Oh, the smash burger. Pre- smash burger. That's it. Yeah. And I'm looking at it. It looks fucking delicious. I get the whole thing made up and I'm, I'm literally holding this fucking hamburger in my hand. And I'm like, I swear to God, if I break a tooth eating this thing, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. One bite. First bite, soft bun, no, like nothing, like no fucking ideas to how it happened. I take a bite and it, this motherfucker just comes right out. And I'm like, you've got to be fucking shitting me. And everybody's looking around like, what, dude, what? And I just smiled at him and I'm like, that thumbnail smile. And they're like, oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, dude, look. And I had my whole ass tooth in my hand. I'm like, look at this motherfucker. And I just like, my girlfriend at the time, I was like, I was like, um, so a thing happened, and she's like, what? And then I sent her that exact picture, and she's like, 
what the fuck am I going to do with you? You can't go anywhere. Like, for real. What the fuck did you do? And I'm like, I bit into a hamburger. She's like, you're not allowed to eat, bro. You're on an all-liquid diet. That's it. We're done. <laughs> Holy shit. Fucking smash so burger, good. Fucking smash burger, man. I can't fucking believe that shit. But yeah, dude, it was fucking... I was like, I'm keeping that picture. That's that's going to be... And well, like, and that was even before I ever even started doing podcasts and stuff. So, like, people start asking me for pictures and shit. Like, you know, send me a picture that best describes you. And it's like, okay, yeah, sold. I got it. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Say less. <laughs> and you got it, dude. Like, that's the picture that is going to work, dude. Like, that's the one. Like, so if you guys, oh, if, yeah. You need Go to ahead. send a picture. Don't send in a picture that's fucking boring. Don't send in a boring picture. Send in a good picture, because a good picture is going to stand out. And a good picture—it's an eye grabber. It's an eye grabber, dude. Like, uh, I got this fucking uh, little thing that will tell me, uh, like an you know uh, AI fucking shit that'll say how good the thumbnail is and for what reasons. <laughs> And like on a scale of one to ten, and that got a nine out of ten, dude. Uh, Fuck yeah! So, it, it was like, <laughs> yeah, like whatever. I forgot what it said on there for the reasoning, but um, my other ones are like three out of ten, two out of ten, and then yours is nine. And I'm like, okay, dude. Fuck <laughs> I was like, you know, I was like, I was like, I'm sure Rusty will get the joke. It'll be fine. And I sent it, and you're like, oh, dude, this is great. I'm like. Really? <laughs> and if they don't get the joke, then they probably the podcast is gonna probably be fucking not the right fit anyway, man. Like if someone's like, "Well, we need a more, uh, a, you know, like a professional, more professional looking headshot or whatever kind of fucking dog shit." Yeah, right. Want to say to glamour like, shots? No, we, we, we can't have this here. Yeah. Uh, uh, that yeah, that'd be my next that'd be my next yeah. one. Yeah, Gilgit, I'd pay my friend smear smear half a can of Vaseline on the lens. Be like, yeah, dude, dude. I went <laughs> into fucking Sears with uh, uh, my chicken, and I went. <laughs> I went. I went in my fucking. Uh, I I had a, a golden bathrobe that I had for when I was doing my fucking. God gimmick and wrestling and uh and so I'm in there with I, I like a little white silky chicken uh chicken <laughs> man and so like I have a Chick picture Flair. of me with fucking chick flair like on my you know right up next to my face and uh <laughs> I had to have like a little work badge like uh at my job and so I use that as the picture for it um as you I'm should yeah, as you should. It's on like my PayPal or Venmo or something. So like whenever people ask, I should just go and put that on there. Except, uh, but you know what? Like I don't know. I don't. You don't need to have a fucking recent picture of yourself. I mean, it's not really fucking. Is it? I mean, it's catfishing. I'm not trying to fucking date people here on on my show, man. Like if I have a picture right. of me, like when I'm like. You know, I guess I probably would have been, you know, probably still mid thirties or something. But, but still, man, like, I don't know. I would have, I would have totally fucked with you if I'd have been the guy taking the pictures. I'd have been like, sir, this isn't that kind of establishment. I'm gonna need you to put your cock away. 
Yeah. <laughs> I fucking wish you. I, I, I don't even remember who the fuck was working there. I don't know how people, like, I don't know the thing was still a thing fucking in whenever I got that done, probably like 2018. I didn't think that you could still go into fucking Sears or JCPenney or, I don't know, I don't know which one it is. So one of them's not there anymore, right? I, I think, I don't know if either of them are there anymore. I'm not, I'm not sure. I know Sears is still around. I'm not 100% sure about JCPenney, though. I knew that they were in the outlet mall in the town next to, you know, to where I grew up. That was where I got all my fucking clothes. Arizona, what's up? <laughs> Some pants. Oh, yeah, dude. I was always getting yeah, Arizona dude. jeans. Uh, so, wait. Okay. Uh, do you think that they ever had a thing with uh, the drinks? Are they related? The jeans. No, you know, I'll, that's a good question. I don't know. You know, that's a fucking trademark war if I ever saw one. That's some that's some gang fight right there. Right. Uh, I'd like to see some collaborations. Like if you had those pants and it had like a picture <laughs> of like the, the Arizona G or the Arizona T thing on there with like you know ninety nine cents. Like they're not ninety nine cents anymore now. Just but do they still say ninety nine cents on the can or do they change? I think they, the I, I, they might have changed, they might have changed the printing on the can because, like, there's a lot of places that are like, if it says still on the thing, you got to sell it for that much. And then right. inflation finally, inflation finally caught up with that Arizona factor. They're like, guys, yeah. we gotta, we gotta scrap our, t- we gotta scrap the aluminum, and uh, we gotta make up new cans. Because yeah, aluminum is <laughs> priced sitting there, dude, for the people who are uh, indecisive, and they're like, well. Fuck, there's nothing really good here. I'm going to get in Arizona. And, like, they're not bad, man. I fucking, I'll drink, it's like, it's never a bad thing to get. There's a <gasps> shit ton of sugar in them, but, like, fuck, whatever, dude. Ain't nothing right? wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with a shit ton of sugar, dude, when it tastes good. Um, that sweet tea is fucking pretty, that's pretty all right for sweet tea. I mean, you got to give it a little shake. A little. I'm not a big yeah. fan of lemon in my tea, so every now and then you get one that's got a little bit more lemon than you want, and it's like, what the fuck? this yeah it's especially with that that weird lemon where it's not like lemon it's like lemon flavor and you got it that is. like lemon uh, and, the, and, and the arnold palmer arnold uh, yeah. palmer's with the arnold palmer's dude i have to i usually do like the the light version but like the fucking weird version. yeah dude that's uh, all you can find yeah and it's weird it doesn't isn't taste it though right. it doesn't it's, it's, yeah, it does not taste right. So I hope I, like, you know who makes a good one though is fucking goddamn Chick Fil A. I mean, I really, say, I haven't, I haven't Chick-fil-A tried that. It's a pretty good one, dude. Uh, I'll have to try that out. Chick Fil A. I haven't been to Chick Fil A since I moved uh, recently, but I need to. Yeah, well, I need, I need to. You know, I, I like going there every once in a while. I think I went there more when I was living in Salt Lake City because they just seem to be fucking everywhere. <laughs> but, uh, you know, dude, uh, um, I don't know, man. It's it's not not too bad, dude. There's some weird shit with it, but uh, but yeah, they make a good fucking Arnold Palmer, man. <laughs> <laughs> I started making my own. Like, I would oh, get shit. that pure leaf, that pure leaf extra sweet tea. I'm a yeah. fucking. I'm, I I drink entirely way too much fucking sweet tea. But like. uh I'll get like one of those bottles, drink it about halfway down, and then get like a simply lemonade, and then fucking top it out, and oh, fucking shit. give it give it a little shake, fucking yeah, that's some good shit right there, man. Yes, sir. Keep it going, dude, and uh, 
so that you're like uh sweet tea man like you use that extra sweet tea oh yeah it's gotta be it's gotta be extra sweet where did you pick up the sweet tea from um that's kind of been a thing for me like my whole life like uh my grandma out of she used to live out at the farm literally just like a mile outside of town where i grew up yeah and uh they would always have like unsweetened tea and you could just kind of sweeten the flavor or sweeten the taste if you want. And like Kool-Aid. I Kool-Aid. just, just always fucking putting just like, you know, a whole half a container in there and just stir it up. So it's basically like syrup. Oh shit. Yeah. Fucking drink it down, man. And then, yeah, pretty much ever since then, that's, that's the only way I can drink tea. I can't drink like a partially sweetened or an unsweetened. The, the only people that drink unsweetened tea are fucking sociopaths and psychopaths, like fucking serial killers and sociopaths. That's it. That's all. You got to have a little something in the tea, man. Or some flavoring. <laughs> There's got to be something. You're a fucking masochist if you don't, because that shit's just way too bitter. It's like, good God. Is that how you are with coffee? I can't even drink coffee anymore. Like, oh. uh, I, I used to try, I used to have a lot of sugar in my coffee, but like, when I was in high school, I went to Europe and, uh, we went to Italy and they had like espresso machines and shit. So like oh, I got I, like the bus driver was having an espresso. And so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll try some of that, you know? And they brought me out that tiny little glasses. Like, listen, I'm an American. I need a cup of coffee, right? You better give me like four or five more of those, put it in a coffee cup and fucking Holy bring it shit. out. Dude, I was, I, dude, I had never been that high in my entire life, dude, for real. And my stomach hurt for fucking a week, man. <laughs> I never I, drank coffee again. That would fucking do it, man. I could, I could see that one. <laughs> the Jeez, bus driver was like, are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, yeah, of course I want to do this. Like, what the fuck do you mean? I was like, of course I can handle this, you know? He's fucking like. Okay, stupid fucking American. Okay, just fucking just let me do it too. <laughs> Holy shit. No fucking problem at all, man. Oh yeah, dude. It was great. And then we got back on the bus and he just kept looking in the rearview mirror at me like just watching me fucking geek out, fucking like, yeah. Hey, read this book. Read this book. Alright, what are we gonna do now? Where are we gonna we're not stopping for six hours? Fuck! So wait, so wait, why'd you go to school over there? You said you went to school there? No, no, no. It was uh, it was just like a trip, but it was while I was in high school. So like, I didn't do like a oh. studying abroad kind of thing. Okay. It was uh, it was a bunch of it was like one of the teachers who always used to send like he would set it up and take people over, yeah. and then um, it was not school affiliated. That was like one of the main things that they always had to stress is that it's not school affiliated. We would just use the school as a localization point for meetings and stuff. So we always went during the summer. So that way, obviously, there's no affiliation there. And with the tour company that we had used, you could actually get it set up to where they could, your parents could fill out a form, which essentially is like a, it's not like a temporary emancipation, but it's, it essentially makes you a legal adult. Anywhere you're at, anywhere you are. If it's legal where you're at, like, if the legal drinking age is 15 and you're 15, guess what, kid? Belly up to the bar. You're fucking drinking. And I was like, 
I just turned, I think I just turned like 17 or something like that, 16, 17 years old. And I was like, are you, are you sure this is legit, Colonel? Cause the teacher, he was a Colonel in the army and his name was Colonel Bummel. He's still alive though. Colonel Fucking bit. He, he got that so much. He was like, fucking goddamn it. It's Bummel. You fucking know my name. I honestly never, I never gave him that shit because, like, the dude was a fucking G. Like, he came out of, he, no shit. Like, he came out of fucking Podunk, nowhere in Iowa, got his face fucking shot up and nom, fucking went on to be like a fucking, I don't know if he was a full fledged ambassador, but like, he did all that. He went and did the State Department thing and fucking came back to Iowa to fucking teach, man, because that was, like, what he was about. Went back to his home school and everything, like, hometown school and everything, and, like, wanted to teach us yuck-yucks about fucking civics and shit, dude. It was my favorite classes ever, dude. And he would... Oh, I would love to get him on the show, but I don't know if... I'm not sure if I could get him. Like, he's kind of up there, so I'm not sure if he'd actually agree to do something like that. If he did, I'd probably have to be like in room and have like a bunch of cameras all twenty twenty style. <laughs> Catch all the the small nuances of uh, what's going on and uh, make sure he, you I, can cut certain things. Nah, I wouldn't. He, I, he's not. He was never. He's never inappropriate like that or anything like that. Like you would oh. expect for stereotypical old people, but like he's just. He's just. Fucking, he would he would just point out all the crazy shit that I did, because <laughs> like this is before it was before nine eleven. So like as soon as we hit international airspace, all yeah. I was doing was buying cartons of cigarettes and fucking little little shooter bottles, dude. I had like my whole tray table full of shooter bottles, and we're fixing to come into Amsterdam, and they're like, "All right, return your tray tables to the upright and locked position." The guy next to me is like, "You got a fucking conundrum, kid." I'm like, "I got this." fucking just scoop them all into my fucking shirt so i'm going through customs in amsterdam with my shirt up like this right and i got all these bottles and fucking colonel's like grife what are you doing and i'm like hold on colonel let me get through this and i'm at the i'm at the customs counter and shit they're kind of looking at me all side-eyed and then i open it i'm like look and they're like, oh, oh, okay. So they stamp me, and they're like, okay, you know, go down here, or whatever. The colonel thinks I'm getting fucking, you know, random checkpointed over here. Right. I go around the corner to the fucking trash can, and I dump all the all the bottles into the trash can. And he's like, Grife, we haven't even been in country for five minutes, and you're already fucked up, dude. What the fuck are we doing? And I was like, well, what? We're, I thought we were going to the hotel, Colonel. What's up? Let's go. <laughs> Such crazy debauch, dude. It it's the 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 deal was is that he would always keep people going on the trips as long as you know you just what happens overseas stays overseas. And the people that went with me on the trip did not abide by that rule. And the problem was is it wasn't that they were doing it wasn't always about the shit that they did. It was always them talking about the shit that I did. Oh shit. Like we were in Switzerland and I fucking we were at the we'd always you know at the night we'd always end up our nights at the bar in the hotel and these you know it's like I said pre nine eleven there's not a whole bunch of people around watching everything you're doing and this guy was running the front desk in the bar and he went back out to the front desk check somebody in and I start I go back behind the bar and I'm pouring beers for all my friends and shit. 
Guy comes back around. He catches me on the last one. I'm filling up. He's like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, what? You guys don't do this here? And he's like, no, we don't. What the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, over in America, you pay your money. You get your glass. And then you get as many refills as you want. He's like, well, I don't know what the hell they do over there in America, but that's not how we do it over here. Didn't charge me for any of the beer. None of it. Like I had loaded up like at least eight beers at that point, like handed them all out and I'm filling up the last one, giving it out. Cause I don't drink beer personally. I'm, I'm allergic to it. So I'm, I'm, I stick with the liquor. So I was like, Oh man, I'm sorry. Here, let me, let me, I'll give you a tip. So I gave him a tip, which apparently is also another faux pas over there. And the first was like, listen, just, just take the fucking money. Give me, give me a fucking check and Coke. I'm paying for my drink. And I'm just going to turn around and walk away from my change. Don't look at it like a tip. Don't get all bit out of shape. Just fucking take the money. I'm going to go back over here. Fucking, I, it, it was just, it was, it was a bunch of debauchery. It was really fucked up. Like, you know, Amsterdam over the red light district, fucking long story short on that one. I'm fucking tripping on mushrooms, fucking, uh, experiencing the joys and volleys of, uh, the joys and pitfalls of teenage youth in fucking the red light district. And, uh, least needless to say, I don't think I'm allowed back in the red light district. If I am, I'm probably wanted. <laughs> I stole my money back. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Wait, how do you not mean to steal your money back? Well, okay. First off, I was fucking tripping. <laughs> okay. That's fair. And, and like, you know, as you do while you're tripping. I don't know who thinks, hey, that'd be a great idea to get some ass. Fucking not my idea. Somebody was like, hey, if you go get one that'll do a two-for-one deal, I'll pay. I'm like, sold. I'm off. And I don't know how I fucking made it there, but I walked. I was tripping. It was like like Zach Galifianakis in the fucking uh, Hangover movie. Like, I just magically, I miraculously made it to this area. And this lady pulls, lady of the night pulls me into her little uh, room or whatever. And she gave me like a free 45 minute run on top of the time I already paid for. Cause I was tripping, dude. There ain't nothing. Listen, I was going many places, but I was never going to arrive anywhere. So literally I'd have been there for the rest of my life. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, you, you gotta go. I, uh, you know, you, you gotta go. Like I've given you an extra 45 minutes. I gotta get, I gotta get back out here. I'm like, Oh shit, my bad. I'm sorry. And I had my glasses on the dish where the money was. So I put my clothes on before she can even get fucking done and wrapped up with what she was doing behind me. I had my clothes on, grab my glasses, grab my money out of the fucking plate, put it back in my pocket, walk out the door into the crowd. And I'm halfway down the street. And all of a sudden I hear people's yelling in freaky deaky Dutch. And I look back and these motherfuckers are kind of walking fast towards me. So, you know, I was a spindly little 17 year old kid. I fucking ran and I was good on the short game, so they weren't catching me because I was already about about almost a block away. And I just cut down the alleys. Then I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh, I recognize that alley!" Bang, 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 bang. Ended up back at the hotel. Nobody believed what happened until I pulled out my wad of cash. And then it's like, "Hey, why do my hands smell like rubber gloves?" <laughs> oh, I fucking shit. We shared that we shared that tour bus with a whole group of uh, Girl Scouts ranging from ages of like 13 to 91. 
the scout mother, the dead mother was like 91 years old and her 12 year old grandson was on the trip with her. He used to hang out with us too. But the catch was none of the girls in the Girl Scout trip, their parents never signed the forms. So they had to adhere to all these really strict restrictions like no drinking in the in places where it's legal and then here we are fucking every one of us to a person our parents sign those fucking forms and we're just fucking showing up late on the bus hung the fuck over some of us are still drunk from the night before and they all fucking hated us and uh i want to say it was in switzerland because they you know how it is when fucking you get wasted and your friends are fucking with you. Obviously, is what you do. So I'm I'm wasted and my friend keeps coming up to me and he's like, "Chancy dude, they took my shirt." Oh yeah, dude, I got you. Hold on, no problem, bro. <laughs> Give him the shirt off my back, bro. You're not gonna believe this, dude. They stole my shoes. Oh, that's weird. Uh, why do you gotta go outside? He's like, I just gotta go outside. Oh, okay. He talks like all my clothes off except for my underwear. So I'm trying to go back to my room, which is right across the hall from like it was one of the girls from the Girl Scout troop that was around my age that I had a little crush on. She was rooming up with one of the chaperones, right? And they're we're right across the hall from each other. It was a fucking easy mistake and I was a little drunk. So I may or may not have accidentally knocked on the wrong door because my key didn't work. And fucking there I am. And nothing but my boxing briefs, just chilling out at fuck you 30 in the morning, shit housed out. And like, this girl opens the door, and I'm like, how did you get into my hotel room? <laughs> and the fucking den mother's like, she did not, bro, 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 Fucking comes out and starts reading me the riot act. And this has been going on for long enough that Colonel was kind of tired of not so much our bullshit. He knew what he was getting into when he brought us over there. Yeah. But they, the Girl Scout troops, all the chaperones were really just catty and not very cool whatsoever. Like every opportunity they could, they would just find some way to just be fucking snatch-tastic voyage all up in that fucking slide, slide, slippity slide. And he's like, Chancey, go to your fucking room. By this time, there's a commotion. My door's already open. The person I'm staying with that night, they're like, Chancey, dude, you're, in the wrong, you're, you're on the wrong side of the hall, bro. Let's go. So we go in there, and we shut the door, and I hear fucking Colonel from the other side of this door, and I don't really ever hear him yell very much, but you heard him get loud enough that he, she didn't say shit. None of them, but they just left us the fuck alone for the rest of the trip, dude. He was just like, you know... He ain't hurt nobody. It's not like he came over here to fucking do unspeakable things to these fucking poor innocent girls. It's not their fault that their parents didn't sign a fucking form. Let the kids have some fun. Jesus. You know, just let her fucking have it. And I'm just like, fucking, all right, I'm going to go pass the fuck out. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Dude, Switzerland was pretty interesting. I actually, I got, you know, the fear. You know, you know the fear. Yeah. You know, where you get so high, you get scared and fucking everything's ending, like the world's ending and shit. That happened to me. That happened to me in Switzerland, all right? (laughs) We're in a bar. It was me and a friend of mine, the bartender, and this couple off yonder. I didn't even see them when we first came in. And uh, it was a dude and his girlfriend. And the guy's girlfriend, her name was Naughty. And I was like, oh, fuck, of course it is. And she looked just like the broad off the Swiss mix box, dude. (laughs) So... 
you know those rolling pa- like the adding machine roll paper that it has like for the and it's got that fucking big ass roll from when you were a kid and you could hit that button and it would just like you know what I'm talking about right rolling machine you said like an adding paper adding machine paper a roll of adding machine paper oh not like joint rolling no, he had it. So, like, I, I accidentally conflated those two things. So, like, he had okay. a roll of rolling papers that looked like a roll uh, of adding machine paper. Gotcha. And he's like, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll roll this up something. So he breaks open like a couple cigarettes and like a fucking hefty sized joint. I guess they call it a split, if I'm not mistaken. We're and we're smoking. It. It. Yeah, they had some tobacco and weed in it, and fucking, we're smoking this thing, right? And I'm like. Are we able to do this shit? Like, I know we're the only ones in here, but Jesus Christ, like, are you friends with the fucking bartender or something? We get done smoking this shit, and the fucking, and Naughty gets on her phone and starts fucking some other language that I don't fucking understand. And, like, five minutes later, this black fucking Beamer pulls up across the street, and these two dudes in black trench coats get out, and I'm like, Oh, it's the feds. We're going to jail. Like we had this whole spiel since we f- filled out that form. You know, if you go to jail, the only motherfuckers that are going to get you out is from the consulate, you know? So I excused myself from the bar. I left my friend at that bar with these people. Like I just, I'm the worst friend. I don't care. I understand. We've rectified it. All right. We've reconciled since then. I left. I leave the fucking bar. I get to the corner there. Round the corner, and I have never ran so fast in my whole life. I ran all the way back into the hotel. We were sleeping. We were, like, rooming together that night. I ran back to our hotel room, hid in between the two beds, and pulled all the blankets and the pillows down over me. Like, it was going to fucking protect me from this this outside scourge of Switzerland. And fucking my He's under the blankets, we can't fucking do shit, man. It's some uh, sort of force I don't know. We can't see him. He can't see us. I don't know what's going on. And uh, my buddy comes back and he's like, "Hey, dude. Uh, after we get done doing our stuff and have our free time tomorrow, they told us to come back to that bar around the same time. They wanted to hang out with us some more." And I was like, Uh-oh. "I got like I literally look like Johnny Depp. I'm like fucking Jesus, man." Finish the fucking one. Tell me about the fucking golf shoes. <laughs> fucking just fucking sweating. So wetting. I was so fucking scared. Never before had I, like, I, you know, everybody always talk about the fear and shit like that. I, uh, I highly do, I highly do not recommend getting the fear in a foreign country at all. At all. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know if I have. Maybe, maybe Canada. But uh, well, you know that's that's close enough. If if it's French Canada, if it's if it's Quebec, if it's in French Canada, fucking you know, yeah. Then you you know then that 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 still qualified for me because I I wouldn't know exactly what they're saying. I could make out like every fourth or fifth word, but it wouldn't be that good. Yeah, like oh okay, well he said yeah something. (laughs) He said something. I'm not sure if he said death or fucking or food. Either yeah, way, well, I'm intrigued. One of those, like I should, I should find out. I should probably keep talking and just tell them everything. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they know English. You're right. Yeah, that. I mean, yeah, dude, that shit was that. That was probably one of the most exciting things about just just being able to be in all the places 
it changed it really the whole trip changed my life for the better it was one of those things well yeah for sure pre-9-11 yeah that too i mean it's nice i i don't know i assume that's nice i mean it's it's kind of weird when you think back on it like that like thinking about the time before the long the long ago time right like i mean i've we've all gotten so used to the way things are now. It's just that it's almost impossible to think of a time, but then it's like, I remember Pepperidge farm remembers fucking. Yeah. Yeah, I remember fucking going to the airport uh, on dates, which was weird going to the airport and like, just going and like hanging out at the fucking, uh, uh, like not the, at the terminal or like what's the, at the gate when people just like see people come in, don't know who they are, but, what the fuck ever, man? Just like hang out at the bars and the restaurants there, watching the people go by. Yeah, man. And that's like, hey, this is uh, our pre nine eleven life, man. That's what's happening. And like, I don't know, dude. Um, yeah, smoking, getting to smoke anywhere too was fucking cool, dude. Um, yeah, that was cool as shit, dude. Fucking smoking wherever the hell you wanted, and. I'm sure it was annoying for some places, like restaurants. Some some restaurants. I was mad yeah. when people fucking were like the people who didn't smoke would go to the smoking bars. The smoking bars are the cool places and restaurants, and then be like, ah, I don't like this smoking here. I complain about it, and then you can't fucking. No one could smoke in there, but smoking in places, I think, is important. I I have. The great fondness of smoking in places. I'm sure it got annoying, you know, being I, kids and going to Denny's or whatever, and fucking. Dude, Denny's my parents, my parents smoked. My parents smoked with the fucking windows up, dude. I came from that generation, man. Like, yeah. you're gonna fucking. You, oh, you're not. You don't want to smoke yet. We're gonna fucking get you, dude. I was addicted yeah. to cigarettes before I ever even put one to my lips, man. I would go to school, and within an hour of being at school, I had a migraine until about a half hour after I got home. I had to get back in and breathe that sweet, sweet nicotine-filled air. Yeah, I do. I had a buddy, man. He would get in trouble from the teachers. Uh, he didn't smoke cigarettes, but, like, he'd always get in trouble because, like, he'd smell like cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And, like, like, it's my parents, dude. Like, okay. Okay, yeah. Your parents are smoking. Okay, I believe that one, but... uh I think it was true. I mean, it was true that he was, maybe he was smoking too, but with your parents smoking, then you can just say, yeah, it's my, my fucking parents, dude. Um, oh, man, I, I'm glad I ended up quitting, dude. I, I ended up getting to up to three packs a day, man. I was fucking, not just three packs of any regular cigarettes. Like, Marbridge. we're talking about Camel Wide full flavor. Camel those wide things are like, flavored. those things are like mini cigars, man. Yeah. Fucking. I started off with Marble Reds, man. Those were you, those you were where it was like, at. Did you drink Mountain Dew? You seem like a Marble Red and Mountain Dew kind of guy. Positive. Not really, not Marble really. Red. Like so Mountain Marble Reds, Pepsi, tea. Pepsi, okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. But yeah, like, yeah. Oh, Ma- I never Ma- Mountain Dew never really did much. It, it, the only time I could ever really enjoy a Mountain Dew is if it was like in a can, not quite ice cold but like just just where you when you pop it you might end up with a little frost in there yeah and uh you know and only one 
like never never more than one that it was just it's too it was too much for me like that and you know growing up being allergic to like yellow five and being all whacked out and shit oh yeah i could drink i could drink like three bathroom cups of fucking mountain dew and be wound for an entire night <laughs> my mom and dad would do that they'd pawn me off to one of the like my aunt, my aunt actually called my mom because there was like a birthday party or whatever, and I had like a few bathroom cups. They're like, "Oh, what's a little, what's a little Mountain Dew gonna hurt him?" Fucking everybody else is asleep. It's like eleven thirty at night, and I'm fucking watching like you know up all night USA up all night watching all the scary movies and shit. She calls my mom. She's like, she's like, I don't know what to do. Chancey won't go to bed, and like we can't like. We can't. And she's like well what happened and she told her and she's like oh i told you not to give him any mountain dew not you're stuck no don't bring him here don't you dare bring him here you sit there and you see ruminate on what you've done (laughs) so when you say bathroom cup you mean like the little dixie cup not like yeah yeah bathroom cup could have gone a bunch of different ways of what i started that's valid once that's valid yeah i'm like is this some cup that he only drinks from, like when he's having a shit, or like <laughs> uh, the one know, that you I keep just, your toothbrush in all the time? You yeah, know, keep it in there. Yeah. Dump, out, dump out the shit, put some new water, and just use it when you're fucking really thirsty. <laughs> and, like, sometimes you no, gotta fucking drink. That's but the good. Little, little ones. Yep. That you had, did it have a dude? I don't know what happened to those cups. Did you have a, a dispenser? Uh, with them, um, they, were, were they just like I had a dispenser? Uh, thing. they were just in the container. They were just okay. in a package. Yeah, yeah. They were they were basically just for party. Like there was a birthday party, and they had like I don't like I don't know why they didn't get the other Dixie cups to come in different sizes. But like oh, they went yeah. they went with bathroom cup size, so it's basically one shot. Yeah. Ah. Ugh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Nah. Yeah. I got all I got all jacked up on Mountain Dew and exposed the youngins to fucking Oh you ain't ever seen Hellraiser? Oh shit, let's watch this shit. Fucking religious religious relatives abound. No Fucking So everybody else went to bed and I'm sitting there watching all the scary shit like What's that shit they have? There's something uh that the Mormons have. Uh, where they can, it's I forgot what it's called, but they can make the uh, where there's like no swearing in movies. Like you can get the the edited version. Oh, like a V chip or whatever. Like a V chip kind of thing, like they they had in the South Park movie, like that. But like where it would take out like all the scenes and change a lot of the the words and stuff. And you um, know the that V chip's yeah. actually based in reality. Not like human implant by any means, but like the V chip originally started off in electronics. That was like oh, the first yeah. gen parental guidance stuff. Holy shit! Fuck that. that. That's how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was awful. Yeah, because you like you could, when you got them brand new fancy TVs, you parental controls on, okay, and then fucking. Everything awesome just about television just immediately disappears. You're like fucking undo, undo, undo. What, what is all this bullshit? Yeah, like, I remember. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Why? Well, why are the titties blurred in Red Shoe Diaries? Yeah, uh, <laughs> trying to fucking enjoy my fourteen-year-old life, man. Don't yeah, fuck right? with this. Don't fuck with. Uh, this. That's Dude, great. The fucking um, 
I remember getting uh, Buster Rhymes when disaster strikes. I got it secondhand at a uh, at this fucking you know whatever music shop the CD. Yeah. Um, and I got it, and I was fucking so excited. I got it, and they're like, I guess so. I guess Walmart used to fucking uh do shit with that dude and i, I was this probably would have been like i don't know 99 2000 somewhere there pre mm-hmm. pre 911 life man and uh <laughs> dude fucking i got it i got the edited version and oh that's the I worst so pissed off i that was oh, no. that's something that happened fucking <laughs> like probably 25 years ago and I'm still mad about it. So I can tell. I, I found out. I found out that fucking there's edited versions of music, and yeah, I got a story. I got a story for that one. So yeah. like, I had a friend of ours, like super religious guy, nicest guy you'd ever meet. Still a super nice guy, and he got fucking uh, DMX's like debut album. Yeah, in the edit in the edited version, yeah. dude. We always used to give him so much because he had he had like a fancy fucking car with the system all decked out, and he okay. would have that motherfucker cranked up, and it'd be like, uh, 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 and fucking that's what we would do all the time. Like fucking, he didn't get it for the longest time until like I eventually broke it down. I was like, listen, dude, we're not making fun of you. We're making fun of this. It's not yeah. you. It's not you specifically. You're just the guy that got the shit. So we're kind of making fun of you, but it's just not like we don't like you. We do it because we like you, and that shit's funny. Yeah. Much like my my uh, my other white friend singing uh, Three Six Mafia in the whitest per in the whitest possible way. You know, instead of sipping on some scissor, it was sipping on some syrup. Sip, sipping on some sip, sipping on some syrup, and it's just like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? And that's <laughs> something like that you gotta remember, dude. And like that was what, <laughs> dude. You gotta fucking, you gotta like. I hope that if you're that person, like you see the humor in that, and like, and you know, same, same with the other part with the, um. Man, I, I just my my brain just like fucking all of a sudden went to shit. It's the like, DMX, the D oh DMX, dude, the fucking edited DMX, dude. Like you you would they would have on uh you know MTV or whatever when they'd start doing the or on the radio the radio edits. Um, oh, I hated that shit, dude. But they, they, yeah, they get crafty with some shit, man. Um, so the the let's see, the Bloodhound Gang the song fire water burn the fucking yeah that fucking i love that song i got like i mean too man they got like four or five different versions of it with people of this one radio station in portland putting these edits in and i still have it on videotape and um i'm up i have at least one of them uploaded to youtube there's a beavis and butthead edit and then uh it was cool i got like the the guy who fucking made it like commented on the video, he's like, "Oh, I made this fucking edit back in like nice. 1996 or some shit, dude, and or not, you know, whatever, whatever fucking year that was, dude." But um, 
it was cool. Like some of those edits, but a lot of them was just fucking. And you wouldn't know unless you went and bought the the album. Then you you know you hope that the album's good, and you didn't buy an album for one song, and then the rest of it is a bunch of bullshit. Um, I could probably mention some albums such where that was the case. Uh, oh, dude, I I had yeah, hard. dude. Back in the day where, you know, I the one thing I really did enjoy about, like, you know, how you started off, like, back when, well, before we were born and when we were super young, you had to go to the record store, you had to choose based on, like, you know, song titles and fucking album covers, but then, like, when malls were, like, super huge and before they died out, and then, uh, you know, all the music stores and all the malls, they had those previews you could like swipe the cd yep you could swipe the cd and get to listen to some of the samples i thought that was pretty badass dude the first two official albums that i actually bought from a store was uh eminem's first album and uh metallica's ride the lightning i wanted to get i wanted to get kill them all but you know my mom was all like oh be a little much so they let me get ride the lightning because it had a fucking spark plug on it my dad's a mechanic and shit so it's like yeah this is a better choice like fucking cool yeah let's go with that fucking never mind this rap album where a dude's fucking literally digging or pulling somebody out of a trunk kind of shit like yeah don't worry about the uh nothing to see here yeah with the marshall mathers lp or is that the Slim Shady LP? Why why am I blanking I, on this? I see I always get those mixed up too. I always get the I always get the two mixed up as well. I, I really don't know. Fuck. I know. I, I be you'd figure as a co host of a fucking musical review podcast that I would fucking know more about this shit, but I always get those two albums mixed up. I wanna I think it's I think it's Marsh it might be uh, is the Marshall Mathers LP the one with uh the real Slim Shady? Because I think it might have been the Slim Shady. It must be. I think it's the Slim Shady LP, too. Um, yeah, it's the Slim Shady LP. That was the one. Yes! Fucking yeah. redemption! Yeah, dude. Man, when that came out, dude, I was already of the fucking... Uh, man. That was already, like, queued up for me to be like, okay, this is going to be something this guy's going to be into, man. Not, you know. Um, yep. Yeah, I was like, yeah, 16 or something when that came out, dude. Like, Yeah, my first exposure to it was the actual video at late yeah. at night on MTV. I was like, what the fuck is this, dude? That's fucking catchy. Who's this like, guy? I, like, you know, this this thing's going to be, uh, you know, like, you know, this one's probably going to be really awesome when you buy the unedited version because, you know, they do the radio version yeah. on the fucking video. And it's yeah. like, you could just tell, just listen to it. It's like, Man, this is gonna be really fucking good if you get that original unedited shit, dude. It's gonna be really good. I actually remember waiting until midnight so I could watch the unedited version of uh, the Prodigy's "Smack My Bitch Up." Oh, fuck you! Yeah, the long, long version. Yeah, and long fucking I, song. I remember every, you know, and so funny. Like there was such a huge stink about it, but it wasn't about like any of the things that had happened. It was right. because of the fact that it was a girl that did it at the very end of the fucking video. It discovers that it's all was through the first person perspective of a woman. And they're all like, oh, God, no. Like, what? Everything. So everything before this was fine. It's just that yeah. this is not OK. Like, what the fuck, man? 
man. Those videos were so awesome. The, the Prodigy oh, fucking God. videos were fucking unreal, dude. And those, I those fucking albums, love that band. Yeah, dude, me too, man. Um, 98 was a good year for them, man, for sure. Dude, fuck yeah, dude. That, that shit was just like... Because I, I didn't really heard much fucking techno or anything of that, you know, at that time, dude. Like, like what yeah. the fuck is this? This is fucking killer. Like, and then it was uh, Hackers, the movie Hackers. Hackers, yeah. That was that was my first exposure because they're in it. Prodigy's, uh, uh, Voodoo People, Voodoo, Voodoo People's people. in that. Yeah, Voodoo People's in that in that soundtrack. And then also, you know, you get that that quick. That quick, like half a second side boob action on Angelina Jolie. There, you're just like yeah. that fourteen. That fourteen year old mind's like, yeah. pause, rewind, <laughs> slow mo, pause. <laughs> oh, it's a boob. <laughs> that was yeah, man. That fucking helped. That helped having that. And then, yeah, man, the fucking prodigy, man. Uh. Well, man, I had like, oh man, I can't remember the name of the album before it. Um, man, I'm just uh, I can't what the the fat of the land? No, before fat of the land, it was uh, oh um, it was well, a wasn't it blue, Voodoo People? A blue album? No, um, fuck, man. I don't know. I don't fucking I, know. I thought I thought the Fat of the Land was the blue album because of the the seascape with the with the crabs and shit. I don't I, I didn't buy the physical media of that specific album in particular, so I really wouldn't know. I wouldn't be a uh, a good Oh, so music for the Jilted Generation came out oh. before. Okay, but, yeah, yeah. Dude, that fucking album is killer. Um, that's a fucking cool album, but dude, yeah, Fat of the Land is fucking goddamn masterpiece, dude. That whole fucking, fucking Chef's Kiss, yeah, that whole fucking so album. many good songs, yeah. And man, I remember my friend, uh, my friend Camille. She she was into the it was BMG, I think. It was, I don't know if it was BMG or Columbia House, but I think it was BMG, one of those mm. two things, and. Where you get all the fucking albums. Yeah. She had that one. And I'd always go over there and fucking, you know, try to get to uh, listen to that one, man. Like, oh, man. Those that are fucking good. I always fucked up and forgot. And, you know, you get those penny, penny, penny CDs. And then they cost you like 20 bucks when you don't forget to send them in on time. Yeah. yeah, that pissed my that pissed my parents off pretty good. They were they were fucking like, "Hey, this is the most expensive albums that you're never gonna see again, fucking asshole." Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I hope this one is worth it. For me though, it went like so. I had you know, Prodigy, Voodoo People, fucking from from Hackers. Yeah. Then, um, then they had their exposure through the VMAs in 1998. And then, oh, yeah. af- like, shortly after that, uh, Blade came out. And that opening scene in Blade, that fucking yeah. song, dude, to this day, it is still a banger. It's on my likes. It's on my like song list. Anytime it comes on, I don't give a fuck what I'm doing. It stays on. 
fucking do boop do boom boom boop do boop do boom boom boop do boom 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 fucking sick. And the fucking the Matrix too. Yeah, the Matrix was. Yeah, they did all right with that. Yeah, you're right. Or yeah. like uh, the crystal method at the end of uh, uh, well, it's, well, it was no, it was trip like I do. It was trip like I do at the end of man. Spawn. Dude, that Spawn soundtrack was fucking good. That was a cool fucking soundtrack. Oh <laughs> man, dude, trip like I do was so cool. Man, it's this so like, good. That breakdown uh, towards the end of the song, man, and then it just fucking cuts right back in. It's so fucking cool, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. Man, I want to listen to that Spawn soundtrack, man. Fucking, there's had, so many really, so many good underrated soundtracks, like the Crow soundtrack. The Crow dude, everybody, everybody the sleeps Angels. on that one. The no, Angels just the original one. Oh, the original one, yeah. Fucking, for yeah, sure, just, dude. But the City of Angels one is pretty solid. Like, it's a shame that it didn't live up, the movie didn't live up to the hype. Yeah. But, like, the original soundtrack. Dude, there's there's so many deep cuts. Like it's got Rage Against the Machine on it. Nobody knows about it, and uh, like probably one of my favorite songs on that entire album is from an, a band called My Life with the Thrill Kill Cult. Yeah. It's fucking, it's dude. It's that scene right there when he gets there ready to go through that fight at the fucking uh, at the at the venue hall, and they're all having the bad guy meeting upstairs. Fucking, yeah. you're like what? What is this? There are innocent people being crucified. <laughs> Fucking yes, there are upstairs. <laughs> dude, they need, like the albums, then, dude. Like those fucking movie albums. Like it, you know, some of them, yeah, did, were better than the movie. And then it's just like, uh, like another one, like uh, Lost Highway, had a fucking. I thought had a pretty fucking. I'll have to look that one up. It, it was a lot of uh, Trent Reznor and shit. Uh, on oh, nice. Yeah, that's got to be good then, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and it was like when uh, him and uh, David Bowie were doing shit together, man. Oh, yeah, that's probably pretty badass yeah. then. Yeah, which was weird. It was a weird combination, but man, I fucking, I, I was into that. I was into that fucking weird, weird combination. And uh, another couple of... Uh albums from movies that i really enjoy that everybody sleeps on is maximum overdrive and shocker well i don't know what shocker is so shocker i'm pretty sure it's a wes craven film but it's essentially a it's essentially like you know how in child's play the dude does a voodoo ritual and he he like goes into a doll yeah Something kind of like that, but instead of a voodoo ritual, it's like, you know, devil worship, and then he fucking, he was a TV repairman, so, like, when they electrocute him, he goes into the electrical current, and pretty much from the point that the bad guy gets flipped in the electric chair, it's all mega death. Oh, hell yeah. And then then maximum overdrive, everybody knows, it's all ACDC. And it's fucking just like I didn't even know. Like I didn't even know that they could do that back in the day when I first yeah. saw that stuff. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. What's this? This is fucking. This whole band did this whole thing. This is fucking awesome. Yeah. And fucking. Uh, Shit. Okay. It's so fucking. It dude is so badass. Like I, I, 
I could go on and on and on about both movies and music just from fucking all the just from all the crazy shit that like the eclectic nonsense like I was like that right there when Napster like right right before it got the plug pulled on it yeah. I pulled out I, I had thousands and thousands and thousands of songs just ripped out just fucking everything from from classical to fucking contemporary to fucking you know the very 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 first start of like EDM or and then fucking um uh, that was how I got into all that heavy like the heavier techno uh that's how I learned about a lot of stuff like Rammstein because you know you only got those small tiny glimpses of it when they first came out and all that other stuff so you had to yeah. like deep dive to go find other stuff so fucking dude so epic just you know it's like it was it was, it was too it was kind of like the wild wild west on fucking the internet back in them days dude it was fucking so great we'd get it at our school like for something it was weird there'd be like some teachers who were okay with like the kids fucking having an Napster account and they had uh t1 lines at the school and uh so we had these huge fucking I mean, probably tons of viruses too, but like pretty big <laughs> fucking Napster library of shit that we could play. And I don't know why the teacher said this was okay. Um, I know one teacher, it was one teacher that let us do it or at least turn their head while we, we did it. But yeah, man, I, I had, I didn't have Napster at home. I don't think I had internet that then I had like, that's so weird to like say that. Like, I didn't have internet, um, but then I think when Kazaa, maybe which was in between Napster and LimeWire, I think I was kind yeah of when I got in there at home and started downloading viruses. Like, it's not porn. It's uh, porn. that's fucking doing this or these fucking these songs, man. And I got lucky. I got super. I got super lucky because. I never got a virus from any of the stuff I got from Napster. I didn't use Kazaa or LimeWire. I used uh, WinMX. Oh, WinMX. Okay. And then WinAmp for my player because you could customize the player. Yup. Fucking so sick. That thing like that that fucking right around, I'd say right around 9-11, dude. WinAmp was the fucking, was the shit, dude. I remember being in fucking... Uh, dorm rooms and fucking with that Winamp thing, like shipping the fuck out, dude. Just like, yeah, dude. I know exactly what you're talking about. Sitting in someone's room, fucking RAs, fucking pounding on the door. Uh, I didn't even <laughs> go to that school. I got fucking banned for life from from those pl- that place. Uh, it, that what, just what means you. Gotta you do? Put- that just means you did a good enough job, you know? Fucking, when you do yeah. so good to say you can't come here no more, that means, hey, fucking, where's my honorary doctorate? Fucking, get me the fuck out of here. Right. Yeah. I, I yeah. I'm going there. But I, I didn't, uh, I didn't go to college and it's good. I, I it, it's kind of, it, it is actually in a way, but at the same time, I do kind of miss not having that higher learning thing. I did a lot of it on my own anyway. That's you know? What, what do you and, uh, uh, just a piece of paper, basically. But uh, I went to I, – I lied to my parents and told them I was staying at my friend's house. And I went to uh, the University of Iowa, 
where and I, dude, I, I, I was 16 years old, dude. And I, I was a super baby faced kid. Like I was 16 looking like I'm 12 kind of shit. And we end up going to this party and it, you know, all the dorms basically look alike. I didn't realize because I got so wasted. I didn't realize that we had traveled from my buddy's dorm room to a different dorm to a whole different area. It was all on the same level of the same, like, you know, he was on the third level. They were on the third level. Fucking his room was room, blah, 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 blah. There was two rooms down from where he was at. And I get super duper wasted, had a weird altercation that nowadays would be looked at completely different, neither here nor there. It was a thing. But out of that thing came probably the coolest thing that unfortunately I don't really remember. So like I got like I said, I I drank like a bottle of Jack Day, like it was like a fifth, one of them small bottles, you know, not like a pint, but not a liter, you know, the one in the middle. Yeah. Fucking drank the shit out of that. Fucking got super fucking hammered. Had the altercation. They're like, okay, we got to get you the fuck out of here. So I leave and I go to what I think is my buddy's dorm room. Doors unlocked. Fucking fall asleep in the chair in the living room. Fucking everything's fine. And I wake up the next morning to the sound of my phone ringing. You know, them old school, like indestructible Nokias. Yep, yep. Fucking, I woke up to, fucking, I wake up to that shit, and I'm like, I noticed, I was like, oh, I got a blanket on. I was like, wow, that was so nice of Kyle to fucking put a blanket on me before he went to bed. And I fucking go to put my hand in my pocket, and I'm like, I'm not wearing pants. When, when did I not take, when, where are my pants? And I... Look, and I can see my pants, and I hear my phone going off, so I go to reach to grab my phone, and then, why can't I lean forward? Oh, my God, there's a person laying in my lap. Oh, my God, what's happening here? Fucking, she kind of wakes up. I'm like, um, did I make an ass out of myself last night? And She's, like, kind of at the party, but you kind of made up for it after the fact. And I was like, oh, good, so, like, we're cool, you had... You had fun? She's like, what? You don't remember? I was like, I don't remember shit. I just want to know, did you have fun? Yes. Awesome. That's probably my parents. I got it. She, dude, it was a whole thing. Like, she's like, how old are you? I was like, I'm 16. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, pick up the, I pick up the phone and fucking uh, my mom and dad just read me the riot act. Get your fucking ass home. Blah, 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 blah. I get my clothes on. And I realized that I've got a fucking, I got a, a whole ass house of this fucking stinky shit that I didn't have the night before when I went to this party. And uh, apparently, as piecing it together after the fact, I did my world famous uh, nine toothpicks into ten trick. Never. Nope. Are you a bar dweller at all? Do you ever go to the bar with friends or anything like that? I, I mean, I used to. But, uh, okay, uh, yeah. If you ever do, okay. keep this in mind. You always want to start with the drunkest motherfuckers that you can find and the ones that are flashing the money. So what you do is you go up to them and you say, hey, I'll bet you and all your friends 50 bucks a piece that I can turn nine toothpicks into ten without breaking any of them. Yeah, like, oh, fuck it. Oh, 
everybody gets all, you know, rabble roused and I'm the biggest man. Check out my dick. Da 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 da. So they throw their fucking money down. Excuse me, bartender, do you have nine toothpicks? And if you take a pen and a paper and you fucking mark, if you write the word 10, it takes exactly nine strokes. So you spell out the word 10 with nine fucking toothpicks. And apparently I made a bet with the guy that I was going up to that party to meet to go pick up. And he got shit house wasted. And I was like, yo, bro, I'll pay you double if I can fucking, I'll pay you, I'll bet you, I'll bet you double what I owe you. Double or nothing. If I can turn nine toothpicks into 10. And fucking, I had the money in one pocket and I had the other in the other pocket. And the only reason I'm even telling you that portion of the story is because I had it set up. I had an 89 Pontiac Sunbird. And in that car, the center console lifted up and it had like a, like a, not a hidden stash or a secret stash spot, but it was just the way that it was built. It worked perfectly. So I had it in that little spot, right? And I'm on my way out of town there in Iowa City. I go and I get on the interstate, not even completely outside of them of that metropolitan area area so to speak and i get pulled over oh shit and i get pulled out at gunpoint like literally fucking get your hands on the fucking gun motherfucker fucking blah 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 pre-9-11 i'm yeah pre-9-11 i'm hung over as fucking all ball sack dude just beat the fuck up i had the best night of my life that i don't even fucking remember fucking all like I know I'm gonna die when I get home because my parents figured out I fucking lied to them and my parents were a not the my parents were a spare the rod spoil the child kind of family if you get what I'm saying <laughs> and uh, now I got this gun pulled on me by this motherfucker and he's fucking serious so I'm like I don't know what to do he told me to put my hands on the wheel and he told me to put them up I don't know which one you want me to do and he fucking get, gets my information. And it was one of those stereotypical, like, I match the description of a vehicle that had performed some type of a robbery fucking uh-huh. at some joint, whatever. Which, you know, okay, whatever. I was 16 years old. I, I was like, whatever, dude. Fucking, like, yeah. okay. Goes through my car, puts me in cuffs. I'm in the back seat of the car. And at that time, like, I was a pretty flexible and nimble kid. So I got these fucking cuffs behind me. They're not comfortable. So I fucking work them around to the front. And I'm oh, just sitting shit. in the I'm just sitting in the car. Well, I'm 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 you know, I'm not not to so much toot my own horn, but I'm not exactly stupid. Like I know that I'm not supposed to be in the back of this guy's cruiser in custody at 16 years of age without representation from either a parent, legal guardian, or fucking legal representation. So I already know this guy fucked up, and he's fucking like he's he's not like really tearing through the car too terrible. He's doing line of sight searches and opening the glove box and the trunk and the whole whatnot of it all. Didn't fucking, did not find my stash at all. He had to have smelled it, but he couldn't find it. And he gets in the car and he goes, aren't you supposed to have your hands cuffed behind your back? And I was like, aren't I not supposed to be in custody without my parents? Okay, so I'm going to uncuff you. (laughs) And you know, there's, 
I was like, so why did you pull me over? And he's like, well, this thing happened. And, you know, the vehicle that you, your vehicle matched the vehicle that was used in a, like a robbery at a gas station or some kind of something or other. And he's like, I'm real fucking sorry. You know, yada, yada, yada. Come to find out. It's one of my distant relatives on my mom's side. Like where I'm at a fucking, I'm at a family reunion, like five, seven years later. And he's at this fucking thing. And I'm like, I know you from somewhere. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you were in the back of my squad car. I was like, yo, and we talked about it. And my mom was so fucking mad. She was like, but they do. They did not believe me for a single second that that happened when I got home. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm two hours late. You know, and I had to drive an hour and I was stuck in the back of a cop car. They fucking dude. They let me. Dude, they beat me like it was the Old Testament, dude, for, for real. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then come to find out, jokes on them. Fucking, you're the dick. I fucking totally was in the backseat yeah. of the squad car. <laughs> Here's proof. Here's fucking proof, man. Uh, Vindication. Yeah. So, uh, where are people going to find you on the internet? Or in a back alley, or uh, you know, maybe at a show, or something, or I don't know where the fuck. Well, recently I've I've located depth or deep within the depths of the void, so that's kind of my hangout. Okay, I like um, that. You know, every Tuesday on the uh, Untamed, uh, unapologetic, and uncensored podcast group. On a on Facebook, I probably fucked those three U's up. You'll find it <laughs> on uh, YouTube. It's uh and Spotify. It's Maniacal Music Musings. Uh, releases are usually every Friday. Um, uh, on my TikTok and uh, Instagram is uh, the Red Eye Roundtable. On X, it's uh, Red Eye Table. And since this is going to a broader audience, I will also say. If they can find me on Facebook, my real first name is always used on the show and on your show. My name is being used. If you can find me, and if the album you choose has not already been chosen, I will bring that album to the show. And I've been found twice so far. Actually, the most recent one will be coming up tomorrow, and uh, I will be bringing their album to the show. Oh, shit. Okay. So shout out to got, Tom. Shout out to Tom in Kentucky. Fuck yeah, Tom in Kentucky, man. Um, so if you have an album, is what you're saying? Yeah. Will... Yep. All right. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those things where, like, you know, I figure I call it the most uneventful scavenger hunt in history because for the longest time, like, nobody was biting in on it, and you know, I was like, oh, you'll win nothing. Nothing special happens. And then, like, somebody found me. And was like, still, so, like, what do you like? So what? like what's going on like i was like i don't know pick an album well they had been watching the show and they know that i'm not a they know i'm not a big fan of the beatles so they picked a fucking beatles album for me to bring and i fucking i brought it god damn it you know like i'm a man of my word you know nobody picked it i brought it and then same thing happened except for this time this guy this guy had was a newer listener and uh he was just like hey i want your opinion on this album and I was like, you know, I'm counting this as your album, right? And he's like, what do you mean? And it just so happened that like I liked the album. It was a good album. So I was like, no, man, like for real, I'm I'm counting this as your album. You have found me on Facebook. You have found me. The the scavenger hunt is restarted. 
I am taking this album and I'm bringing it on the show because, you know, it's a good album. And also, you know, you won. Congratulations. You've won nothing. (laughs) The the best fucking gift there is, man. Right. Yeah. Um, Dude. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'll get you back uh, a few months if you're down. Um, Always, man. It's always a pleasure hanging out. Yeah, man. Make make my job easy. I can just fucking sit back and fucking watch paychecks come in, man. I've got hours worth of fucking useless knowledge and interesting stories. Perfect. That's what this <laughs> show is, man. That's totally what this show is. And that's that's why, yeah, I enjoy having you on. So fucking Fuck man. yeah, man. I appreciate that. It's super it's a super great time every time. Also, I gotta say, that first part of your intro, it yeah. I love I love how you got the intro put together with both parts of it, because that first part literally looks like something you would see as b-roll footage in a netflix documentary <laughs> has anyone ever said that to you before no nope. nope. yes the fucking yes. commercial yeah yep. dude I, I it's it's great though don't fucking dude. change a thing because yeah. it goes straight from that into the banger yeah dude oh man so i made that like <laughs> fuck Probably 10 years ago, I, I made that. And I can't tell you how many promoters I've tried to have me be able to have that be my entrance music. And I've always gotten turned down. And I've had some say, oh, we'll play it. But then it never ends up playing. Um, So I had it on, I put it on my show. Because um, it was just like, just the the music and then i was like well you know this this sounds like this could be a cool entrance music and then every promoter is just like nope you can't do that you can't have that fucking music i'm like you son of a bitch so it's on here but man i i don't know it makes me happy when i hear it and i'm just like yeah it's rusty diamond motherfucker what's up if you could fuck it if if you were able to see my camera at that point in time i'm fucking like Dude, yeah, dude, what yeah. the fuck? This is awesome. <laughs> Thank you, man. I fucking yeah, I appreciate that. That's uh, uh some DJ shit house exclusive right there, man. Um, dude, that's an awesome name as well, DJ shit house. That's fucking yeah. epic. Yeah, it's uh H A U S. Uh, oh, of the, course, the, the Bavarian Brown Bomber. Uh, gotta get all the poop <laughs> stuff in there. I could get man with it being shit house. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, man, I fucking yeah. So, yeah, maybe maybe one day you can have a, a DJ shit house uh, album up on there or something. I've been hey man, working, I've been working on this one dude recently. I've all these tracks that sound like Toe Jam and Earl. Uh, it, I don't know if you know that game. Uh, it was like a game back on Super. Oh, Nintendo. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say that sounded familiar to me, like kind of like Earthworm Jimmy style, like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Earthworm Jim was fun, man. That's a great, great soundtrack on that too, dude. Um, just fucking weird, funk, funk shit. Hey, sixteen-bit funk. Maybe that'll be. Fuck what's... yeah, dude. Yeah, what's up? But dude, fucking yeah, man. Three months. Yeah, dude. So if you get it. Around. What about like maybe like uh, I don't know probably somewhere around four twenty probably be somewhere around there if uh, sounds good to me yeah seems like a good 
Good time. Um, I'll, 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 I'll make sure to prepare properly for the show, you know. Yeah, as will I, man. I will do the same. So uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it's not too, you know, like it's just like an hour of us and you're like, man, you remember, you remember like on our last show that we were on together and we kept making like pre-9-11 references? That was awesome. Yeah. Well, which was kind of what. What happened? Uh, well, I mean, it's okay. I brought up a few days ago because uh, you and I were talking last time, which I believe was probably pre nine eleven too, about the guy and who was from Iowa who went to Alaska and did the all the killing. Robert, Robert Lee Hansen. Robert Lee Hansen. I, I was it trying to think of people how I know that. Yeah, it always fucks the people. They're always like, "Oh, there was a guy who fucking moved to Alaska and killed a bunch of hookers." Oh yeah, Robert Lee Hansen. How do you know that? He's from Iowa. Yeah. Where are you I, from? Iowa. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Representation right here. So, uh, yeah, dude. Uh, I'll, I'll get you. I'll, I'll set you up. I'll, I'll message you in a little bit and get you on here in a few months. Word, man. For cool. sure. All right. Well, I'll, I'll talk to you later then, bud. Have a good one, man. You too. All right. That's Chansey Grife. So, dude, check him out. Uh, I'll have him back. Because, yeah, for number three. Number three, dude. Number fucking three. So thank you, everyone, for being here and listening on the Rusty Diamond Podcast Network. And that is the show. Man. I'm going to cough. Boom. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker.